If you have a box of emergency cookies or only eat them when there's nothing in the house bag of chips on the top shelf, you better believe they're going to find a way into your mouth. Hi, I'm Maria, otherwise known as the Fit Foodie. I'm a chef, holistic nutritionist, author, inventor, and mom. And I want to welcome you to my podcast. It's called Recipes for Your Best Life. And with every episode, I'm peeling back the onion on fitness, nutrition, health, wellness, and family. The truth is, you're the chef of your life. And for every important pillar, there's a great recipe worth sharing. So every week, we'll explore them together. Think of it as food for thought that you can really sink your teeth into. So join me and let's squeeze the joy out of this life because you only get one. Can I get a fork, yeah? I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of obsessed with Marie Kondo. She's the phenomenon behind the number one bestseller, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up, the Japanese art of decluttering and organizing. And that book has sold millions. It's been published in more than 30 countries, and she even has a series on Netflix a program and a program called the KonMari Method, where you can get certified in her organizing strategy. I know you're thinking you get obsessed about organizing, what? But here's why I'm obsessed. She focuses on only keeping possessions that spark joy, and joy is my word for the year. The truth is most of us have way too much-ish. More shoes than we can wear, more clothes than we have room for, more dishes and stuff in the cupboard, and even more negative feelings and emotions that end up hurting us more than anyone else. The KonMari method suggests that by holding each and every possession and evaluating if it sparks joy, it puts you way more in tune with what you truly need and why. But the underlying factor is how does it make you feel and does it spark joy? So in this process, you get rid of the items you don't need to make room for what serves you, for what you love for what you look forward to wearing, to having around you. And a byproduct of that is the emotions that are wrapped up in the items that you don't need get aired out. I bought the book in 2014 when it first came out, and I was going through my own purging process after a long-term relationship that ended really badly. I wanted to get rid of a lot of things, and focus on the things that reminded me of said person. But what I found in the process was an incredible amount of healing. And what I believe is really a thoughtful reconnection with why I was holding on to certain things in the first place. Like Marie suggests, I started with my closet. You know, I, I had clothes and shoes and more accessories than I knew what to do with. And the funny thing is, I hadn't worn the vast majority of what was in my closet in over two years. Out! I mean, why should I hold on to those things if they never see the light of day? They're definitely not bringing me joy. 
Then I went through boxes of what I call stuff, you know, SH standing for, you know what, and stuff. That's stuff. And stuff is miscellaneous crap. Usually it accumulates and funny enough, it's kept in boxes because they don't really have a home. You know, they're the random knickknacks you've acquired. They're the tacky mementos you've held on to, maybe some from travel. I don't know, gifts. Gifts I've received that maybe I was too embarrassed to get rid of because I felt bad because somebody gave them to me. But as you can imagine, most of that stuff went bye-bye too. And the really crazy aha moment for me was, and I can't believe I actually did this, was I was paying for a storage spot for that stuff that I wasn't even getting any joy from. Then I just felt dumb. I got more joy from the money I was saving so that I could do things that brought me joy. (laughs) So I think the same philosophy goes for your fridge and your pantry. Sure, on the surface, those Debbie snack cakes, Doritos, and diet soda may seem like they're bringing you joy. But what are they really doing to serve your body? They're made in a manufacturing facility with a whole lot of fake, nasty junk that then gets deposited into that temple of a body of yours and just sits there because your body doesn't really know what to do with the temple invaders, you know? Anybody play Space Invaders? Like, your body's just firing at them, going, why are you here? I don't need you. You're not serving me. So they get stored as fat. They get stored in your organs, and later on, that can produce a not-so-great result. You know, for some people, their idea of joy is an all-you-can-eat buffet, you know, like Vegas style. Everything you can imagine, all piled up in one destination. But after you've had three or four or five or ten plates, and you've eaten half your body weight, your emotion is probably not really joy. I'm guessing you're probably feeling yuck. You know, bloated, can't move, indigestion, heartburn. I mean, that's not sexy, friends. Or maybe you're like my son who dreams of eating a whole loaf of brioche every time. (laughs) Brioche is like his uh, love language. Every time he has a piece, he's like, man, I just, I want to eat the whole loaf. I always say to him, babe, that stuff is going to get stuck in your system, in your intestines, and it's not going to be pretty. I mean, a little of a good thing is nice every once in a while, and I talk about the 90-10 rule in my new book, Eat Like You Give a Fork, which is coming out soon. You can pre-order it, guys. Head over to my website at MariahIbrahim.com and you can place your pre-order and I'll tell you why in just a minute. But gluttony is not going to bring you much joy when you can't go to the bathroom for five days, right? Can, Can I get an amen on that one? In my first book, The Clean Eating Handbook, I captured 31 of what I call my fit foodie philosophies. 
And I picked 31 because, you know, one for each day of the month. And if you eat and repeat, then you've got habits for life. But I felt like these 31 help you prioritize the habits of what I call the highly successful eaters. And the number one step is to rehab your refrigerator and purge your pantry. And I kid you not, I wrote this before I read Marie Kondo's book, but it really follows the same philosophy. Just like Marie would say, you have to start by getting rid of the stuff that doesn't serve you. So where do you start? You start by cleaning out your cabinets, okay? So right now, if you're at home, I want you to go over to your pantry and open the door. Take a quick scan. If it's highly processed, meaning it's got bleached ingredients, maybe it contains high fructose corn syrup, anything that suggests hydrogenated, the word artificial, because they will actually be required to list that word, artificial colors, flavors, additives, trans fats, eight-syllable words, or anything on what I created to be our steer clear list, which is on page 35 of the book, if you have that handy, get it out of there. It is not serving you in any way, shape, or form. And please just throw it in the garbage. Don't donate it. The food bank doesn't need it either. When you clean out your cabinets and you notice that you have single ingredient grains that are high in protein and good fiber and minerals that actually fuel your body, maybe you have packages of nut butter that you can take with you on the road that are great as fat fillers to help satiate your body. Maybe you have packages of wild-caught seafood great source of omega-3s and good protein that are really good to have on hand. Those are the types of things that you can start replacing the stuff that you've gotten rid of with things that do serve you and bring your body joy. You know, sodium and sugar are also something to look for. A lot of products have different forms of sugar in the ingredient panel. So even if you're thinking in your mind, well, agave is good for you, right? Well, it's still sugar. It's still processed to sugar. Honey might be good in small doses, especially raw local honey. But if the number one ingredient in a box of cereal is honey, that's probably going to be a whole lot more sugar than you need. So take a look at that too as you're purging. The goal should be to keep your sugar intake for the guys out there, to less than 50 grams a day. Added sugar should be less than 50 grams a day. That's not much. And for women, it should be about 30 to 35. Same for kids. I mean, some of those drinks, y'all, some of those energy drinks have like 25 to 50 grams in a serving. With sodium, you want to try and keep your daily intake to about 2,300 milligrams. That's only about one and a half teaspoons. And again, sodium can show up in all different forms. You can have sodium in salt. You can have sodium in soy sauce. You can have sodium in frozen foods. It's used as a preservative. So just make sure to pay attention to that because I've seen a whole lot of those frozen meals 
that have well over 2,300 milligrams. And that is a recipe for disaster. Now, let's talk about willpower for a second. If you have a box of emergency cookies or only eat them when there's nothing in the house bag of chips on the top shelf, you better believe they're going to find a way into your mouth. I'm just saying willpower is not your BFF. Toss them. Just don't give yourself that temptation. Just like your closet that we're purging, once you purge the foods that don't fit you anymore, that don't fit your clean eating lifestyle, then you make room in your wardrobe for the new ingredients that do suit you and that bring you joy. And that's where the fun part begins. When you get to add what will bring your cells real fuel and for you, real joy. Your refrigerator should look more like a salad bar, you know, less emphasis on the shelf stable. I mean, the, the pantry stuff is good. It serves a purpose, but the real emphasis is on what's fresh. One ingredient foods are going to reign supreme in your new food wardrobe. So your pantry and your fridge items should really help to make your meals shine. And if half your plate should be fruit and veggies, then it totally makes sense that half your fridge would be fresh fruit and veggies too, right? Lots of color, lots of texture, layer in good sources of protein, complex carbohydrates, those slow burning carbs that you actually need. Don't let anybody ever tell you that carbs are not something you need. That's a bunch of bunk. And what I call superfood add-ons, the flax meal, the chia seed, the omega-3s, the MCT oil, the coconut, those are all superfoods. You can add in spices. You can add in condiments like pickled vegetables, fermented probiotic foods and prebiotic foods that are great for your gut health, and those high-quality oils that contribute essential fatty acids to feed your brain, your memory, and help prevent degenerative disease. So important. So what it's going to look like is a rainbow, a rainbow of color, and your body wants that. You know, God really designed those foods to feed different parts of your body, and all you have to do is look at the color to help you determine what it's feeding. Red foods feed your blood. Green foods feed your cells. Orange foods feed your bones. You know, it's kind of amazing how the color reflects you. And that natural palette of color will feed you at the cellular level. And I like to think when your cells are fed, they are doing a happy dance in your body. <laughs> you know, because you then feel an incredible burst of energy. Your vibe changes. Your cells are doing a happy dance. Just visualize that. That is pretty joyful. So when you organize your fridge in a way that lets you see and know and inventory what's there at a glance, then you can figure out how to quickly put together meals. Even doing some meal prep will help to ease the stress that you have every day to try and figure out what to eat. But you can mix and match those ingredients like a champ. Stock up on clear glass is my favorite, clear glass or BPA-free plastic containers so you can easily see what you have inventory. And then bring your produce home and wash it so that it's ready to eat when you are. Again, that's half 
your plate. So that is your priority. We invented our full line of Eat Cleaner products to help you do just that, you know, to wash your produce, to get rid of the waxes and the pesticide residues and the contaminants that can make you really sick and cause foodborne illness. But that wash is also uniquely formulated and patented. It's an antioxidant blend that extends your produce shelf life up to five times longer. Hot dang, you know? Imagine never having to throw away a $7 container of strawberries that are organic because they went bad two hours after you brought them home. I mean, talk about a burn. I always show you how to meal prep and get your foods ready to eat on my Facebook Live show. If you go over to Eat Cleaner, at Eat Cleaner on Facebook, it's Eat Cleaner with Chef Maria, but it's facebook.com forward slash Eat Cleaner. And every Monday I make it a point to do a meal prep to show you how easy it is to pull together a variety of meals in about 30 minutes. But you can also find a ton of our videos inventoried there on our Facebook page. So I hope you'll go check it out and get some ideas. You can find the Clean Eating Handbook and our full line of award-winning, patented, and lab-proven Eat Cleaner products at eatcleaner.com. And if you want to learn more about how to organize and purge and get the system humming for you, please opt in for my free 14-day clean eating reset. Y'all, I said free. It's free 99 it's gratis. It's zero cost. No obligation. Just do it. It's my gift to you. And you get it delivered to your inbox every day for 14 days. Just text ECJFREE to 22828. That's ECJFREE to 22828. And you'll get that free 14-day program that will help you get organized. I call it refrigerator organization. One, one word. And when you do that, you change the way you eat and you change the way you feed your body. And so that, my friends, is my recipe for the life-changing magic of tidying up your food house. So may I give you a little homework before you listen to the next episode next week? Go through your own pantry and begin the process and do the same for your fridge. If your fridge is home to some old ketchup and condiments and beer and um, Chinese takeout from last week, and that's what you're looking at right now, babe, it's time to restock. This is your opportunity to fuel up on the good stuff. And when you make way for the good stuff, the good stuff is what will feed you and give you joy for a very long time. I know this for a fact. I went through a long period where I thought, well, if I don't keep food in my house, then I won't eat. And that's a good thing, right? I'll get skinny. It's a lie. You want the good stuff. You want to eat the good stuff. You want to do it frequently. And you want to stoke your metabolism. That is what will bring you joy. So thank you for tuning in to Recipes for Your Best Life this week. I really appreciate you. Thank you for tuning in with me and being here for the long haul and working on yourself because recipes for your best life are for your life. And I hope to see you on our next Facebook Live next Monday. In the meantime, 
I gotta give a shout out to my Rams. Go Rams, Super Bowl this Sunday. You got this. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I know you have a lot of choices out there of what to listen to, what to watch. So it means a lot to me that you're here with me. And hey, if you love this content, would you hit the subscribe button? I want you around. I don't want you to just show up for one episode and leave. I want you here, part of the conversation, a seat at this table. And while you're at it, would you share this with your friends and family? And if you take a screenshot and share it on your social media with a hashtag RFYBL for recipes for your best life, I'll make sure to personally give you a shout out and you may just be featured right here on the show. So until next time, here's to living deliciously and being the chef of your best life.